0: Hello, this is Father Michael Eads from the Toronto Oratory, and you're listening to Lexio et Oratio, a short spiritual reading podcast, followed by a reflection. The Life of St. Philip Neri by Antonio Galonio, section 19, chapter 228. I should become both prolix and tedious if I were to attempt to go through all his virtues in turn, particularly since that would make me repeat much that I know I have already said. So to avoid the danger, I shall keep silent about Philip's virginal chastity, his patience under adversity, his perseverance in the projects he undertook, and all the rest of his heroic virtues. One thing I will add about his charity to his neighbor, though I have said quite enough already on his charity towards God. He was so afire with longing to reconcile sinners to Christ that to the very end of his life, he was willing to discipline himself and to undertake voluntary penances if only he would win them for Christ. He was so stricken with compassion for sinful men that he was unable to look at them without shedding many tears, as a sure sign of his overwhelming love for them. In the name of the Father and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, Amen. Angels of God, our guardians dear, to whom God's love commits us here, ever this day be at our side to light and guard, to rule and guide. Amen. O sacred heart of Jesus, teacher of teachers, have mercy on us. Saint Philip Neri, gentle guide of youth, apostle of Rome, vessel of the Holy Ghost, pray for us. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. What a nice reading for Lent. Every day in Lent is a day of penance. That's the technical terminology that Pope Paul VI uses when he is giving us the reformed obligations of Lent. And why is that an important formulation? Because it's putting the emphasis on penance rather than a particular kind of penance. So fasting is one of the main forms of penance. Fasting, prayer, almsgiving. But the most important thing is to realize that when we do any of these, when we don't want to, we're doing penance. And there is a virtue of penance that Father Glonio is stressing here tonight, a virtue which is an infused disposition, a readiness, a stable disposition to do what? to make up for offenses against God. Those who have a strong virtue of penance want to make up to God for the sins that are committed against him, the failures to love, the fact that people refuse to love him and serve him and honor him. This should, if we really love God enough, should make us sad that god is not being served as he should not sad so much for god who's who's not damaged by this but sad also for human beings because it's bad for us and so when saint philip would do voluntary penances when he would discipline himself discipline here as a technical meaning he would take a small set of cords and he would strike his back with this set of cords that had kind of knots at the end and this was incredibly common in the 16th century father bertram in his, some of his writings he's a, a modern day spiritual writer very very faithful he died just a few years ago he liked to say that the discipline was as common in the 16th century as jogging is in the 20th And he says they're both equally as awkward and as difficult and frustrating. Now, Father Bertrand was not a jogger. So for him, this is an awkward thing. But people go through rather painful exercises to get their bodies in shape. And this discipline thing, it's kind of like taking a cold shower. No one really likes it. No one. It's not something you... you, No matter how much you want to do it or think you should do it, you know, unless it's someone has a particular constitution, it's not pleasant and people don't look forward to it. Okay. But it's not damaging to your health. This is the thing: a penance should be a kind of bodily pain, voluntary, that doesn't injure your health, Saint Ignatius would say. That's not a good penance. But something that just causes a light little pain, that's why fasting is good, moderate fasting, it causes some, some inconvenience. We don't, it doesn't feel very nice to have that kind of feeling. And that's why it's called a penance, because a penance has to be something painful. Why? Because painful things, by definition, are, go against our will. And why is that important? Well, for justice, for justice, for making satisfaction, that's why, you know, a student, if he misbehaves in school, he might try to tell the principal, "I've learned so much from this mistake. I've learned so much from my fault. You don't need to punish me. I've learned so much from it. Why do I need punishment?" Well, the principal is going to say, "Well, because something has been off balance. you did that with your will you know you graffitied that wall you shouldn't have done that and now in order for things to be set right you have to somehow undergo something that you don't like you see your will has to be kind of pulled in the other direction and if you do that then it has an ability even in natural terms to have a kind of justice this is why punishment has a has a one of its effects is to reestablish the person in justice okay now When we accept some kind of punishment voluntarily, meaning something painful we don't like, in order to make up for our sins, or in St. Philip's case tonight, in order to make up for the sins of others, then we call it penance. Now, of course, Christ has voluntarily taken on the punishments of original sin, he's taken upon himself. The punishment that makes us whole. So Christ in the end has done all that's necessary except St. Paul says that our Lord has left a little bit for each of us to carry in and through him. I make up for what is lacking in the sufferings of Christ, St. Paul says. So there's some way in which Christ has made room for us in carrying his cross. That's why Simon of Cyrene is so important, carrying Jesus carry the cross. Each of us is invited to do a little bit of penance in and through Jesus to make up for sin and its consequences, to redeem sins and to save souls. And so every day in Lent is a day of penance, meaning we're asked every day To undergo something we don't really like. Out of love for Jesus. Out of a desire to be one with him. And in so doing, we help ourselves. But we can also help other people. Who are not doing penance for themselves. Who are offending God constantly. Who seem to have no awareness of how much damage they're doing. What a bad example they're setting. And St. Philip was so filled with love for people. He was not filled with self-righteousness. He wasn't up there condemning people. He wasn't out there telling them what to do constantly. First and foremost, he loved them. And then he did penance for them. and He tried to do something good for them. Of course, if he needed to correct, he could correct. But the primacy is in charity. Primacy is... Truly wanting someone's salvation. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen.